This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. President Biden wants half of all new cars sold in 2030 to be an EV or plug-in hybrid. But a poll from Reuters found that only one-third of Americans would consider buying an EV as their next vehicle, while 31% said they would not. Not surprisingly, maybe to you, the responses were divided among party lines. 50% of Democrats said they would consider buying an EV, while just 26% of Republicans and 27% of Independents said they would. 56% of respondents said they wouldn't buy an EV that cost more than $50,000. 35% said they wanted an EV with at least 500 miles of range, and 37% said the minimum range should be at least 300 miles. Those are some pretty high expectations. There are now more than 80 EV models on sale in the U.S., and last year, they made up 6% of overall sales. Sales of imported cars are plummeting in China as local brands take more of the market, and the ones that are making it to its shores are mostly luxury cars. Even so, Mercedes-Benz imports were down 31% in January, BMW and Audi fell 47%, Lexus was down 49%, while Mini was down 72%, and even the exotics like Ferrari, Lamborghini, and Rolls-Royce saw their sales fall as well. Combine that with new car sales in China falling 20% through the first two months of the year, and imports are falling faster than the rest of the market. And Chinese automakers continue to get more market share. They now have more than 50% of the market, up from about 39% before the pandemic hit. We can expect that to grow even more because Chinese automakers have far higher market share with electric cars, and EVs are the fastest growing segment in the country. Cybersecurity is a growing concern in the auto industry, and Ferrari is the latest to get hacked. It was hit with a ransomware attack that exposed customers' personal information, including names, phone numbers, street addresses, and email addresses. Man, that must be some list. Ferrari did not say how many customers were affected, but it did notify them about the breach. It says it hasn't paid the ransom demands, and it won't, because that could encourage more attacks in the future. Instead, Ferrari hired a cybersecurity company to help investigate. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. There's another F-150 copycat in China, but unlike the others that came before it, there's no fear of Ford suing. That's because Ford actually helped its joint venture partner, Jianling Motors, develop the truck. It's called the DADAO, which stands for Discover, Active, Diverse, Acme, and Optimistic. There will be several versions of the truck, from commercial to off-road. 
that can accommodate wheelbases from 2700 to 3500 millimeters. That spans a range both above and below the current Ford Ranger. Also like the Ranger, the Datto trucks will have Ford power. They'll first feature either gas or diesel 2.3 liter engines mated to manual or automatic transmissions. But the platform can also support range extenders, hydrogen power trains, ICE and electric together, or pure BEV. The first deliveries will start in May. And if it seems like there's more pickups in China, Car News China reports that previous bans on trucks are being lifted in many big cities. BMW is expanding on the concept of manufacturing in the virtual world, an idea that first started gaining traction about 15 years ago. It recently 3D scanned all of its plants around the world so it could recreate them virtually. By combining this data with technology from NVIDIA, it can make exact digital twins of its physical production plants and then test changes or upgrades in the virtual world before ever turning a nut or bolt in the real world. And this process is now being applied to all of its current plants, but also for the first time, a future plant. Its all new facility in Hungary, which won't be open until 2025 and will build its new class of EVs, is its very first plant to be completely planned and validated in the virtual world. BMW says it can now build a car virtually two years before actual production starts. When it comes to the transition to EVs, Japanese automakers are in trouble. That's according to Fitch Ratings. It looked at 15 global automakers and their readiness to transition to EVs. And it found that Japanese automakers, specifically Toyota, Honda, and Nissan, face the highest risk because they offer very few pure electrics. The Hyundai Group was rated as an EV leader, as was General Motors and the six major European OEMs. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. What a mess the UAW is in. Two of the former presidents of the union and several top officers were convicted of embezzlement and corruption. And now an election to choose a new president has dragged on for weeks after the voting ended. That's because the incumbent president, Ray Curry, is questioning the validity of some of the ballots. Right now, the vote is extremely close, with 49.8% for Curry and 50.2% for his challenger, Sean Fain. Next week, the union will hold a convention to plan its negotiating strategy with GM, Ford, and Stellantis when their labor contracts expire this fall. And it's entirely possible the convention will start before a new president is even announced. And maybe even more worrying is turnout for the election was extremely low. The UAW sent out over a million ballots to members and retirees, but only a little over 141,000 were returned, or about 14%. 
That means 86% of UAW members and retirees didn't even bother to vote. Italy made it official. It will oppose the EU's ban on ICE vehicles that run on gasoline or diesel unless regulators agree to allow the sale of ICE engines that run on biofuels. Germany also protested the ban and wants to allow for carbon-neutral e-fuels, which are made from CO2 and hydrogen that are synthesized using renewable energy like solar power. But Italy thinks that allowing only e-fuels is too restrictive, and it wants biofuels that are made from biomass to be included as well. E-fuels and biofuels do emit CO2 when they're used in an IC engine, but the idea is that the CO2 is supposed to be the equivalent of the CO2 that's taken out of the atmosphere when those fuels are made. Elon Musk believes autonomous systems should rely mostly on vision, and in 2021, Tesla removed and disabled radar on its vehicles. But according to a report from SFGate, not everyone was on board with that decision. It claims it spoke to several former employees who say, a group of engineers tried to convince Musk that Tesla's system would be more likely to have problems without radar. The CEO admitted that high-res radar and vision together would be best, but he didn't think that such a radar existed at that time. Maybe he feels like that time has come. High-res radar is now being included in Tesla's sensor suite for autopilot and FSD, but we don't expect much more to be added to the system. Last year, it started removing ultrasonic sensors from its cars as well. And that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for making AutoLine a part of your day. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid control systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.